The College Basketball Experience Preview and Picks Edition for Friday, February the 2nd on the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download that Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head over to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Promo code SGPN to get a 10% deposit today. And we're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. The guys just dropped their bonus behind-the-scenes episode of Sean winning $200,000 back in the day, baby. Plus, this week's pick and prize is going for two hundred fifty in Super Bowl squares. Get on over there to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon and join today. Basketball experience Friday, February the second preview and picks edition. Oh God, man, the bad beats have been fucking flowing. We're gonna get into it. This fucking this fucking late window, fucking brutal. This Big West Conference not treating me too well. But you know, move along. You take it on the chin. You move on. It's it's gonna end up being another day in the loser for me. I've been a shit week. I need to get back to co-host rather than hosting. Uh, I need to pick Dundee back. I need some positive mojo, but long season. It's been a good January till this uh, till this week. But if you want to hear you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. the former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And you guys see him. No pick Dundee here tonight, so you guys know him. He's the LeBaron driving, sandbagging, window-having, cocktail napkin-using co-host of the college baseball experience. Noah B, what is up, my man? What's going on, Mac? Uh, fun fun day for me, at least. I think I'm going to come out positive, given that Oregon holds on to this large lead they have. Um, it was it was good stuff. I mean, check out the college uh, the sports gambling podcast episode that we also did. If you want a sneak peek, look ahead in the Saturday slate. We also talked a couple of the Friday games that um, you know the the openers were a little bit different than the cocktail napkin had on the show. So that was fun. Uh, the cocktail yeah. napkin had the the lines for the show. We'll see how many of those are accurate. But the first two from Friday were a bit inflated. I might Benedict a pick or two. We'll see. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, um, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday's good. Saturday's slate is going to be fire. Um, but yeah, I mean, if tonight was t- Thursday night's the hardest night, man. Thursday night and Monday night are always such a shit show. Um, uh, but we'll talk about it. But hey, third man in the box, we got another guest, everybody that's in here every single night. You guys know him from the chat, know him from the Discord. He's a Green Bay Packer fan, he's a Green Bay Phoenix fan. You guys know him as Trevor, a.k.a. TVDBJ. What is going on, my man? How are you? You're muted, buddy. 
<laughs> Damn, I do that. I'm, I, bad habit. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's great to be here. <laughs> great to be here. Yeah. I've been uh, scrolling around in the chat and, and whatnot uh, for a couple of years. Met Noah up at the uh, Barcel Invitational this year, but good to be on the show finally. It's uh, been a long time coming. Yeah, yes, sir. Stuff, sure. It has been a long time coming. And Noah, why don't you lead the way, Trevor? I know you had plenty of plays. Uh, Trevor actually posts his plays on like a certain somebody that we tracked his plays last <laughs> night, and then he, he added three or four wins to his win total, and then claimed they were leans. So you you know you got you got to decipher: is it a lean or is it a pick? I'll tell you, this is a pick. Go ahead, Noah. Uh, yeah, this was a tremendous pick by me. Great pick by you. <laughs> uh, shout out to Chad G for the continuous AI fan art. He goes, this is what Mac envisions when he keeps picking the hospital. So shout out to Chad G. Just awesome work here. And, yeah, I I think that is what Mac envisions here. Because, I mean, it's just an ATM fading Detroit, and he just keeps going back to the well. So. I so I had taken a couple games off. This was a good spot. They should have they covered. I mean, it is what it is. Anybody that watched that game can't tell me Cleveland State was the right side. It was a four point game, fucking right there. And then they do what they do. They just folded at, at the end. So it is. Shout out, shout out to Detroit once again, teasing you. And you know what's the worst about them? They don't just get fucking drilled so that you just don't come back. Like they got to tease, tease you, you enough. For about 25 they gotta, minutes. They got to tease you and not cover by like one or two points. They flatline yeah. at some point. It could be early, could be late, but the flatline's coming in the hospital. Sorry. I will say yeah. if there is if there is a spot and well, I, tonight oh, was a good Lord. spot. No, well, I'm talking about Robert Morris because if you remember the game at Robert Morris they had yes, the game won three different times yes. and they lost. Everybody was time. tweeting that early that they yeah, were. Yeah, everybody jinxed it. Way. They, they should have yes. won that game and everybody was tweeting at me. Is the hospital going to win? I'm like, uh, I don't know. They're up eight with two minutes. That doesn't mean they're going to win. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we have our guest here, Trevor Vandenboss Jones. I mean, he watches about as much Green Bay basketball as anybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, did you catch any of this game? Your takeaway on the Phoenix, who could have been a little bit of a surprise. They're leading this horizon. Is that a surprise to you? Uh, absolutely not. You know, no, yeah, of course, no. It's a, it's a big surprise. This is Green Bay. Uh, they've never been a good program, but, man, Sundance Wicks and Noah Reynolds have really uh, turned this program around in the first year. I mean, they got nice additional pieces with Foster Wonders and uh, Clarence Cummings, but, man, they could, they, they're hooping this year. I mean, I noticed they, they kind of slow start slow in the first half, but that second half they, they make adjustments and they, they suffocate you. And that's, that's yeah. just what they've been doing all year. Shout out to Tommy B. He says donating to the gambling guys for positive vibes in February. Thank you. I Tommy like B. We appreciate like it for the 10 bones. Hey, no, um, did I not call how this game was going to go to you called it pretty much <laughs> I'm like, on point, which is why I'm surprised you still bet Detroit. <laughs> you enjoy the self mean You mean ooey pooey. Yeah, ooey pooey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't 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 mix up my two darlings. Uh, yeah, ooey pooey. They you knew they were gonna hang in there, but you know they can't hang in there just enough. Uh, I I I mean they they made every shot in the first half. As soon as it got the halftime, I was like, eh, I don't know if they're gonna be able to hang on to this. So probably should have cashed out, but it was my smallest bet of the day. I mean, I think anybody that watched the show last night could sense I didn't have the greatest confidence in the pick when I said. 
Green Bay would probably be up 14, 15. They end up being up 20. Dude, Green Bay just finds ways to win. They're this very entire time, oh, This entire it. time when we were recapping the game, I was thinking that Green Bay beat Detroit. That game was, yeah. that game feels like it was yesterday. <laughs> that was at uh, yeah. noon today. Um, Binghamton wins 75-66 over NJIT. Mac, you picked this one on the show. We went separate ways. I had the Technology Institute there. A triple lock on the picks page. It was a double lock on the show last night. UMass Lowell wins by 14 over Maine, 76-62. This was a cover for us. Mac, any takeaways from this one? Um, yeah, I mean, this was sweaty. I mean, UMass Lowell was sloppy early. so But they got across. I mean, they were coming off the loss, so good Good cover. I mean, it was it was it was nice to be on a on a kind of. I don't know if it was the right side, but I mean, I'll take a cover. I mean, there were plenty there were plenty that went against me that I won't I won't uh, apologize for this one. Good cover, lol. Yeah, we'll we'll get to other uh, AE games, but Trevor, any uh, sort of opinions on the America East here? UMass Lowell, Vermont, Bryant, or I mean, did you catch any of this UMass Lowell main game here? Uh, no, I was actually going to bet, um, uh, Maine, but I stayed away, but yeah, I mean, they, they handle business. I mean, they kind of got off to a slow start, but once they regained that lead, they never gave it back. So yeah, app state, they win by 10 over Georgia state. Um, and then we'll cover another loss from Mac on the lock, uh, the locks from last night. High point absolutely, uh, destroyed Longwood 93 to 76. Um, so Nick pick. NC Nick on the picks page wins a lock battle over you as you had uh, the Lancers locked here. Um, any takeaways from either one of these games kind of stumping losses here? Um, I was so impressed with high points crowd. I, I, I didn't expect that. I, I knew the game was a national TV game, but that place was on fucking fire. And, and you, you kind of look at green Bay, you look at high point first year head coaches and, and those guys, I mean, Wicks and, um, what's this? this is the guy that came over from uh Creighton, uh Huss. Yeah, I mean those guys are just doing a great job in year number one. It'll be interesting to see how they try and maintain it because we saw Bart Lundy at Milwaukee kind of do the same thing last year. But as of right now, I mean those two guys are runaway easy coaches of the year in their respective leagues. For sure. Um you know, uh, those two games, Trevor, uh, did you have any bets, any action? Did you catch any of these? Uh, App State's 10-point win over Georgia State, high point. Uh, any takeaways on high point's performance so far into February? High point's been rolling. I mean, they've been a machine all year, and uh, they don't look to be slowing down at all. I mean, they jumped out up by 20 at halftime on on uh, Longwood and never looked back. So they just dominated front to uh, start to start to finish there. And like Max said, that crowd was jumping. That place was, was electric tonight. Oh lit yeah oh it was it was bumping consider me uh just totally stumped or bamboozled on how umbc put up 95 points against one of america east best defenses here uh as bryant only wins by four i locked up the bulldogs of bryant and this one did not go my way it was a 99 95 victory for bryant though they sneak out with a w um another one that was uh large victory of margin that we didn't see coming uh the airport was stormed today Holy uh fuck. louisiana tech wins 93 to 53 uh mac 
Yeah, yeah, me me and Rob were talking about this because we both had it locked in. Honestly, it might be my worst pick in like two weeks. They because this never had a shot. I was I was shocked, dude. Louisiana Tech had been not proven on the road at all. Um, I don't know, man. It that that was that was fucking pathetic. Uh great win, Louisiana Tech. I feel like we have to fade the next game. I mean, goddamn, they just won by fucking fifty on the road. You don't do that back to back game. So, uh, FIU fucking dumpster fire, fucking patheticness. Uh, Trevor, Conference USA currently led by Louisiana Tech. Liberty kind of out of the picture. Not how a lot of people saw it coming into the season. Um, any thoughts on how Conference USA is starting to pan out here? Um, not really. I honestly haven't gotten as much eyes as I probably should have on the uh, conference USA this year, uh, watching, you know, I watched my middle Tennessee at home, but, um, I just happened to not be getting a lot on there to, on the, on the eyes there this year. So All I right. got uh, no real input there, unfortunately. One that I was instantly turning down, just saying too many points here. Uh, Oakland wins by 15, uh, over Robert Morris, 87 to 72. And then another horizon league final, um, Mac gets a lock through with Milwaukee. They went out right against Purdue Fort Wayne, 68-65. They're catching points, but no need yeah. for the points, right, Mac? Yeah, they I, I I feel like every game I won tonight, it was it wasn't fun because Milwaukee dominated this game in the first half and then gave up and went down as many as four. So uh good win, Milwaukee. We talked about it. Fort Wayne, they they suck. I mean, they they were so inflated in the in the non-con. So, um, yeah, Veta makes a good point. What the fuck happened to Fort Wayne? <laughs> they fucking are such fool's gold. They're terrible. I, dude, I was calling them fool's gold when they were doing that. I was fading them game after game and losing money. I was like, okay, I got I to gotta just stop. But yeah. all of a sudden, now they've come crashing back down the earth. Uh, Trevor, Horizon League right in your backyard, especially with Milwaukee, um, there it seemed to me that seems like it's been an up up and down roller coaster as well. I expected them to be a little bit better uh, going into the season. Uh, you know, middle of the pack is right where they are. Um, what's your takeaway on the Panthers right now? Um, you know, they're they're hit or miss, but uh, I mean, the, I was surprised that they were catching points to Fort Wayne. I mean, Fort Wayne entered conference play and they just turned back into a pumpkin. Yeah. Um, I know me and Nick, uh, CBB Nick in the chat, we like to we were backing them in the in the uh, non con, and then we just they stole all our money back uh, once conference play started again. So we've been off of them, but that, that line kind of stung. So I didn't, I didn't play it, but I was surprised Milwaukee was catching points. Mac, did you catch any of the back door in the long Island fair dick game? No, I'm, I'm glad. Cause I would have been a fair dick. And I, I'm just, I'm getting a kick in the chat. Fucking fair dick was up double ch- digits ch- here <laughs> and they were able to sneak in through the plus seven and a half back door uh, to cover it by seven um james madison absolutely smashed coastal carolina as well <laughs> covered that huge spread mac you maniac you locked this so great call um and then which Georgia game is Southern, that james madison oh yeah yeah no this was last second i i was looking for one more and i'm like i, I was staring at james madison i'm like they are so due for like one of those 40 point avalanches that we saw in the non-con so I'm glad I I'm glad I added this because I had a shit night. So I, it was nice to get JMU on the right side. This honestly, this never had a shot of not covering, like you said. <laughs> uh, Georgia Southern they lose by 21 at home against Troy. 
I didn't see that in the cards for Troy either. Uh, that was a little bit stunning as well. Campbell, 69-67 over Elon. I should have bet Campbell, uh, man. I talked about it on the show, and I just couldn't pull the trigger. Mac, um, the one time you pick against Old Dominion. Dude. They went out right. What the? Well, no, 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 no. I, I, had, I, had, I picked against him in the last game, too. Dude, Marshall lost to them by 25 the first time. So I'm like, all right, this is a revenge angle. In Huntington. And they fucking lose outright. Are you fucking? And, and you know, it was crazy. They got dominated the first half. The Marshall went up, I think, eight or nine. I'm like, all right, fuck Marshall's Marshall's going to be on the right side of this. I've seen ODU blow plenty of covers this year. And then ODU storms back and wins the game outright. <laughs> what the fuck did this come from? Marshall, what the fuck? Fucking not the thundering herd, the thundering fucking turd. What a turd of a performance. You guys suck. All right, here here's the fire game that was that happened today. UNCW went on the road and they beat Charleston. This was a, a, a lock lock unity across the picks page, and it did not come through. Uh, lost outright. Trevor, did you catch any of this game in the CAA? Uh, the Seahawks. They look like they are the uh, top contender in the conference now. Yeah, uh, I'm really glad. I The only reason I laid off of betting Charleston today is because it was on fucking Flow Hoops and they're terrorists, so I wasn't going to bet a yes. game I couldn't watch. But, man, UNC, they they showed up and the, they did the damn thing at Charleston in the sixth. Like, that's that's very tough to do. Like, Kelsey has that place rocking and rolling, and you would think after a revenge game, after they'd lost and got stormed on, that they would come through and finish it, but they, they got dominated in the second half. Yeah. Um, uh, Mac, uh, your thoughts from this game? Yeah, Charleston controlled the game till about the 10-minute mark, and then you could just feel the Seahawks imposing their will. That's back-to-back times now. I've been on the wrong side of this game. I think Char- I thought Charleston was a little bit better at home, so I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to do with Charleston. They've, cut- they've let me down back-to-back outright at home lately. Yeah, uh, my takeaway, at least on the UNCW side, is if they're able to get into the tournament, Trezarian White's a guy that can win them a game. Yeah, uh, seriously. Good. Like he he played very well against Kentucky, um, and also well against Arkansas. And once again, I think he had twenty five and nine tonight. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, Tulane they got a double lock across. They only lose by four at SMU. Kind of exactly how we thought this game would play out. You know, SMU was due for a W, um, but it was just nine was too many points last night. I don't trust SMU. I, I, I'm not a fan. I, I, they're so up and down. They, they're like a little bit of Memphis, in my opinion. Do you agree with that, Trevor? Yeah, you, they haven't been very good as of late. Um, after they they blew out Tulsa, uh, I mean, good loss to North Texas, but Wichita they lose outright, and then you squeak by Tulane at home. I mean, they've kind of they're trending in the wrong direction right now. Granted, you got the win, but should have been much more dominating win at home against a, a Tulane team that doesn't care to play defense. I pulled the trigger on the Chad G meme too early. This is where we get to talk about the hospital losing uh, against the spread at home against Cleveland State. Um, Mac, your thoughts? Did you catch any of this game? Yes, I watched the entire game. Oh, it man. Was, it was painful. But you do enjoy self-torture. <laughs> yeah, they were the right side. It was fucking brutal. And, and the whole time I'm like, uh, they're going to lose by eight. They're going to lose by eight. They're going to lose by eight. Would they lose by ten in the end because they made free throws? Oh. 12 all right well they got blown out uh compared to how they usually lose against the spread uh 
fucking brutal, man. This team is so brutal. I'm telling so, you, you watch them like player roster wise, and they're not that bad. And you're like, how are they 0 and 22? It's not even, I don't even know how it's possible they haven't won a game yet from a roster standpoint. So, uh, Trevor, since we're not really going to have, uh, I, I don't know if we'll have you on the show come the time, but Cleveland State's next game is a very good one. They're at Oakland. Uh, any thoughts on that game in general or just the top of the horizon? You have Green Bay, Youngston State, Oakland, all with three losses. And then there's another group of five losses that Cleveland State's in, along with Wright State and Northern Kentucky. Uh, there's a lot of parity in this league. It's very fun to watch. But in both of our backyards, um, just kind of overall uh, opinion on the Horizon League this year. Um, yeah, the overall opinion is it's it's fun as hell this year. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of parity, and it's it's been a couple of good teams. But maybe I'm a little biased because Green Bay is rolling. But um, it's been fun. I think the conference tournament's gonna be electric. Um, you know, if if Green Bay is hosting a game, I'll be up at the at the rest center for that game uh, for the tournament time. But um, as for Oakland at home, um, they got Cleveland State at home. Oakland hasn't really been – I mean, granted, today they showed up and, and whooped Morris by 15, but they've been playing teams close at home for the most part all year. So yeah. um, I'll, be, I'll be interested to see how that one goes, especially with only uh, one day of rest in between. So we'll see. But uh, Cleveland State, you know, they maybe they're feeling a little better after beating Detroit Mercy. Yeah. Horizon League's fun, man. It is. I've been saying it for a couple of years now. This year really is like, I think the epitome of kind of the league is at its best right now. Uh, the red flash almost fucked around and won the game outright at central Connecticut state. Um, <laughs> Delaware phonies. I hate that team. <laughs> Shout out to Colby for locking up the blue hens. Delaware wins 81 to 53 against the tribe of William and Mary. Shout out to uh, me for not betting Bill and Mary. I almost did. And I go, no, 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 I can't bet Bill and Mary. So real shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sacred heart. They beat uh, Stonehill here. 77, 72. Um, shout out to Stonehill. The only one that covered the famous uh, hospital graveyard airport parlay here. Uh, feel bad. Uh, for Aveta, who gave that one out last night. Um, and then this one was a fun one uh, again in the CAA Monmouth 67, Drexel 62. The dog wins outright at home. Monmouth's just a cash cow, and they continue to be Mac. They really are. They really are. King Rice doing a good job. Um, he's a good coach. His son's good. Uh, make shots, Xander. So they may win their conference tournament i mean the caa is wide open i'm looking forward to yeah. that the horizon i mean the maac we'll talk about the maac here in a little bit but it's uh this shit's wide open man with some of these mid-major leagues there's no there's no really dominant team in some of these these leagues at the mid-major level yeah uh so the the top team in the the coastal falls uh trevor uh currently drexel and Towson are tied with two losses in the conference UNC Wilmington, Charleston with three losses, and then you find Monmouth and the, a couple other teams with four losses. This is another team or, or another conference, like Mac was saying, where there's not really a clear number one. I was talking about if UNCW is able to sneak in to the tournament, it, it, it would be a possible, uh, you know, upset pick for me at least. Um, your thoughts on Monmouth getting the W against the top team in this conference so far? 
and just how you think this conference is going to shake out as we continue on. Uh, yeah, Monmouth. I know Xander Rice, uh, they were down like 10. He go, he went on a 14-0 run himself and put him up like four or five points. Like He he can just do that where he can just turn it on. I know, uh, I forget what game earlier in the year, but he he went off for like 25 in the first half or something. Like He's he's just liable to uh, to snap. But like Max said, this conference is fun. I mean, it's really tight. Um, a lot of anybody's beating anybody in this league. I mean, Wilmington's been, they went to Kentucky one. They've beaten Charleston now twice. Um, so I, it's going to be a fun league. The conference tournament's going to be great, and I think whoever wins has a, a legitimate chance of possibly uh, upsetting someone in March. Yeah, I ate shit with the next pick, uh, North Carolina a t They only get the W by one over Hampton. This was kind of a rock fight all the way through. I also lost a lot with Hofstra. I feel terrible because, uh, again, I labeled this one my favorite pick of the day. Um, honestly, I, I, I was pretty clear about it last night. I'm pretty transparent that I didn't really have one that I loved, but I, I think this is like five of the last eight that I've given out on the show. My favorite pick is losing. <laughs> Don't um, you love that? <laughs> yeah. Like winning days today, slightly positive. I think I'm seven and six today, given that Oregon covers. Um, and then Towson, they win 83 to 76 over Northeastern. On the picks page, somebody got a good number between me and Matt because we were both able to cover. <laughs> yeah, I was at minus six and a half, Northeastern plus seven and a half. The game finishes by a margin of seven. Yeah. Um, Middle. What was this? What was this line on the show last night? <laughs> I think six and a half, and I was saying fringe lock, and I, I thought about it all day, and I saw it go to seven and a half, and I'm like, man. Northeastern, they're going to keep this close. And they were up double digits a majority of the game. That was the other part of it. But you give Towson credit, man. They got an 18-game win streak at home. Uh, so, yeah, congrats on our middle. I was glad that I was able to get get the right. I'm glad I waited because I, I, I it was a fringe lock for a reason. I said, check the picks page, and there it was. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next game, I mean, Stephen F. Austin – they continue to win, but they don't win pretty. This is a 77-72 victory. Mac locked up the Lumberjacks here. Um, you're laughing and shaking yeah, your head. Yeah, the, the, the referee needs to be the referee needs to be investigated <laughs> for fucking betting on uh fucking Utah Valley because the game's over, seven points. Stephen F gets the rebound. There's three seconds, they're fouling him. He calls a travel. So then what happens? Oh, inbound. Utah Valley three point bang cover, and I just wanted to sink. And then you'll talk about Abilene Christian right after, because I, I mean I'm, that's the next game on the slate that was back to back, just gut punches. If you had either side of those, Abilene Christian's a little bit farther down the list, but sure, I'll, I'll get to your torture here. Uh, yeah. Tarleton 76 73, they win outright as the dog. Uh, you locked up Abilene Christian minus one and a half on the show last night. Yeah, they were up four with a minute, and Tarleton hit a three to force overtime, and they 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 collapsed in overtime. So just watching those two side by side, it was fun. Uh, Chad G was on on both of them, and he, he's he's still bitter about uh, taking Cincinnati, Kansas, and Texas, and Morgantown. So that's why he's taking his WU shots right now. So, <laughs> uh, Trevor, so. Tarleton State, a little bit of a surprise in the whack as well. They're tied for second right now, seven and three in the conference. Stephen F. Austin, I, I think, has uh, you know not been as 
impressive as I thought they would have been coming into the season. They're six and four. They're in fourth in the conference right now. Um, is this Grand Canyon's conference to lose currently with only one loss? Man, I think so. But I mean, we saw what Grand Canyon did today. They uh, they blew a 15 point lead at home against Seattle. I mean, Seattle's yeah. a good team, but man, you were up 15 at home in a revenge spot and you forced overtime. Yeah. Um, it's just, they, they ended up winning, but they didn't cover. But yeah, it, I, I still feel like it's Grand Canyon. They're, they're too deep. They got too many good players. Um, and I think they could actually catch someone in March too, maybe a game or two also like they've got it all, but, and uh, Scott Drew's brothers, Bryce Drew is a, a damn good coach too. But yeah, Stephen yeah. F they can't cover a game. They've covered one game this year. It's unbelievable. It's, it's Crazy. unbelievable. Uh, Mac, any thoughts it, it, on the Grand Canyon game? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was on the Grand Canyon too. So, I mean, my whack night was God awful. It was, it was bullshit. I should have won all three, but you, you walk away. Oh, and three from those. It was, uh, yeah, man, Grand Canyon. I don't know what happened to them down the stretch here. It was, it was, they, they were up 15 control the game. Crowd was lit per usual there. Um, but they, they, they couldn't get a stop. They could not get a defensive stop to save their life, and Seattle almost won the game outright. I, I'm willing to agree with Rob Donaldson here. He says Grand Canyon is the Charleston of last year. You know, I've watched this Grand oh, Canyon yeah. team a couple of times this season. They passed the eye test, but a lot of the wins also, uh, we were just talking about this today, they almost give it up. I felt like Charleston was playing with fire at times during uh, January and February last year as well. People were making some cases on why to leave them out of the tournament as an at-large, but still with a couple of good wins on this resume. Grand Canyon owns a home win over San Diego State, and they still have a pretty clean resume overall. Um, yeah, Grand, and I, I could agree with that, Grand Canyon being this year's Charleston. Uh, we'll get to more of the action from tonight, but first let me talk to you guys about uh, SGPN's Patreon. The guys just dropped this month's bonus episode, behind-the-scenes breakdown of Sean's $200,000 win. This week's Patreon pick and prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square, plus access to all the picks, sheets, and exclusive channels on Discord. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Um, and then also, shout-out to Underdog Fantasy. They do great work, but the Friday slate of college basketball, at least in the Michigan area, was not released yet. Uh, but Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win up to 100x with some spicy plays. Uh, so watch along, make some picks, and maybe make a little bit of cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you use the sign-up or when you sign up, use promo code SGPN. Sorry, damn, I, I butchered that last line. When you sign up, use the promo code TCSGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code TCSGPN. Didn't even display the ad on YouTube, um, but we move on. Uh, the next game on the slate, or at least in the order that I'm reading off of the picks page here, Bellarmine. Gets a nice W at Kennesaw State here, 96-95. Why did I um, not bet it? <laughs> and then another one of our, our darlings here got a home W. 94-76, blowout victory as a dog. Queens wins mm -hmm. over Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Mac, 
two of our darlings. They went out right as dogs. Uh, any, any, uh, you know, takeaways from these games? Did you catch any either of them? Uh, I, I watch a little bit of Blarmy. You know me, I like watching Blarmy basketball. Uh, coaching matters this time of year, and, and Blarmy's got a good coach. Um, and, and Davenport, and, and I like Queens. They're well coached too. So. EKU, I'm glad I didn't bet them. I almost pulled the trigger, but it was they, you were you were right in terms of they were at the ultimate high point. They they had won what six seven in a row. They were due for a dud, and and that's what happened. Yeah, I liked EKU, but at when Queens plays at home, it feels like they're live in any yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor, have you kind of been? I I know you're in the chat most nights. Bellerman and Queens, we kind of just have running skits on both teams but both of them were money makers last season have you paid attention to either one uh do you catch either of these games or do you follow along at least uh i box scored followed along with uh, the bellarmine game um i i kind of started to lay off of them um it felt like we were chasing a lot of last year's yeah. vibes with them they've been yeah. stealing some money so i i've been laying off but yeah they they hung in this entire game with kennesaw i kind of figured it might be a little bit of a runaway spot but they hung in. They even got it got it done in overtime there. And then uh, Queens, their man, their their backcourt is electric. They're averaging like thirty points a game uh, between Albury and McKee, sixteen point six, seventeen point eight, with about ten boards between the two of them. And so, like they're they're controlling games, and and they showed up tonight and just dominated. One hundred percent. Mac is chasing the definition of the St. Thomas play from last night at Omaha. Shout out to Jeff Sharp, who was in this game at yeah, this game in person. Um, he commented in the YouTube chat today. Yeah, no, he sent me a tweet. Good win, good win for Omaha. I thought, I thought, I thought uh, the Tommies were the better team, and I liked the spot for them. But the Omaha was a better team tonight. I mean, I thought Omaha controlled, like you said, controlled the game. Um, Todd, it was my first time I had taken the Tommies on the road since that Western Michigan game where me and Colby Locke battled and I was up 30 at the halftime. So probably won't take the Tommies to get on the road. Yeah. We'll get to some other summit league games here coming up and I'll get, I'll go to you, Trevor. Um, Weber state 72 over or 72 70 over Northern Arizona. I was able to get the cover on NAU. You locked up Weber Mac. Um, anything on this one at yeah, all? Yeah, they they this is another one that just fucking folded. What what were they up 10 at half? They, I think so. Yeah, they they, they 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 completely they completely botched that that second half. They they're they're not as good as they've been in the past. They just watching them more and more. They they're not as they're not as disciplined as they've been. So um yeah disappointing man this disappointing that we weren't able to get this one done. All right, here's where the other Summit League games come into play. The Kangaroos just stomp all over Denver. 85-71 victory for UMKC. And also North Dakota State. They win outright on the road at South Dakota State, 74-73. Mac locked up the Bison plus nine and a half here. Um, we talked about it last night that you know the Jackrabbits just didn't seem like they were as good as they have been in the past. Yeah. Um, I wasn't willing to come with you though and lock against them in their home building. Triggers them on the money line, baby. Yes, it <laughs> turns out they lose it outright, Mac. Yeah, I mean this this is a rivalry, and 
South Dakota State's not South Dakota State this year. They, they it's a brand name, like you said. And the the Bison have been struggling, but I mean they're not that much worse than the Jackrabbits. So good win for uh, the Bison here. Yeah, and Trevor, this is where I'm going to turn to you. We just saw you know the top team in the Summit fall. Now South Dakota State has three losses. They're tied with North Dakota in the standings, and then everybody else in the standings got four losses except for South Dakota State or South Dakota, sorry, who's just kind of a bottom feeder right now. Um, in your opinion, is there one or two teams in the Summit League that kind of stand out from the rest? Well, I mean, you kind of got to go with Denver a little bit just because of uh, Tommy Bruner. I mean, that guy, he's liable for 30 any night. He's he's electric, but I mean, this this whole Summit League is just crammed up. The leader's five and three, and then uh, <laughs> you got bottom bottom to second last was at seventh. North Dakota State's three and four. I mean, this this league is, is a parody in itself, so... I mean, if I had to choose a team, yeah, Denver, just because they got the guard and, and Bruner can can just erupt at any night and take over a game. Mac, this is a fun question. Do you have a take? It's February 2nd. Uh, happy Groundhog, uh, Groundhog Day to everybody. Um, at this point in the season, I think this is a great spot to, you know, take a look at conference races because you can start to handicap the schedules that they have left and who's getting uh, tough opponents um, to finish off the season, who's got an easier schedule. Um Obviously, we're not looking at that in these little uh, short time capsules, but is there a team or two in the Summit League that stand out to you? Um, Great question. I mean, this is – Because like to me, said, I, I still think it's St. Thomas and Denver, my two teams, just because they're my two yeah. teams. But those two teams, when they're at home, I can count – I can rely on them to win their home games. I mean – Oral Roberts, like you said, is down. I, I mean, looking at it right now, like you said, we got a bunch of five and threes, five and fours, four and fours. I yeah. probably would still lean to the Jackrabbits and, and Tommies. If you really want to take a dark horse, maybe Omaha. I I would just say, like, I would be overall pretty disappointed if we get a summit league that finally has some parody and it's not just yeah. South Dakota State or Oral Roberts. And I'd still love, like the a, Jackrabbits and the Golden Eagles, one of them. Yeah, uh, uh, I'd be uh, kind of Omaha, Omaha, UMKC final. Omaha. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Fun. I think everybody would like if you got the kangaroos into the NCAA tournament, that would be like the peacocks from two seasons ago. They'd be like, what the what the fuck is this nickname? Like, did they just invent this? Like that? I think I think that would be the kind of vibe. If they would, uh, they would definitely play Kansas. <laughs> they would definitely, <laughs> they would definitely play the Jazz. Poor Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, they would get in the playing game, but you know they oh, they win, win it. it then they they'd win it. Game. They're a Summit League team. They they always win those playing games. Yeah, uh, Northern Colorado 91-86 victory over Idaho State. The Bengals covered this. Northern Colorado, uh, you know, fluctuated between the spread for most of it, and then. Uh, uh, played the foul. Idaho State played the foul game. They were able to come inside the number here. Um, North Dakota uh, just destroyed South Dakota today. The North Dakota schools proved better than the South, I guess. 95-81 victory for the Fighting Hawks. Mac locked up Texas State, and they went 74-66 over South Alabama. They were we due, man. Up. They were so due. What'd you I say, Trevor? South, I was on South Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Trevor was oh, on shit. South Alabama. I mean, they yeah. South Alabama, they were, man, they're so hard to figure out. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they were in that game. I mean, they were down four at half. And the only reason they are down four is because they, they, re- they got the time confused and whipped up a bad shot and uh, South Dakota, or uh, whoever got the uh, three-point ball. But, yeah, they were up in the second half, and then they just kind of collapsed late, but they were trading buckets. They were they were getting the buckets, but they couldn't get the stops. And um, I'm drawing a blank on who they were playing, but they missed about five or six free throws the final two minutes, three minutes of that game. Like, they were giving South Alabama the game, and – no dice, but South Alabama's coach's wife, I think, had a medical emergency today too. So when I saw that, I thought oh. there was a little bit of tragic magic brewing for uh, South Alabama as well. But no dice Great on that challenge. one. I missed that on my timeline. Uh, thoughts and prayers to her for sure. Um, Morehead State wins sixty-eight forty-nine at Tennessee State. Um, Mac, any anything to say on this one, or is this one just kind of a, a uh, no ter- show from the Tigers yeah. at home? Ter- yeah. ter- ter- terrible pick by me. Uh, Morehead was better than Leshead tonight, so hopefully everybody got some Morehead tonight. We move on from a, a bad pick, though, like where team didn't really show up, to a pick where it was like this one seemed like too too obvious. This was like a stinky line, but then again, like square enough so that way we could bet it. I mean, it was locks across the picks page for from those that have been betting every single game. Western Illinois wins 79-71 at Lindenwood in the penitentiary. Um, Mac, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't watch this game. Um, but I watched the did, last five minutes, unfortunately. Did you have any takeaways? It, <laughs> it was painful, man. It was painful. <laughs> Good win for us, though. Uh, yeah. Not, not something I want to freaking celebrate, though. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, we're talking OVC. We just talked about the two top teams in this conference, Trevor, Moorhead state, Western Illinois. Is there another team that you think could give those two, you know, a, a run for their money in this competition, or is it just kind of a two head race as we get into the conference tournament where that thing is stacked and favoring the top two seeds, uh, come tournament time. Yeah. I mean, Moorhead just, they just keep delivering every, every night. I mean, it's uh, the gift that keeps on giving with them. I mean, Western Illinois has been solid, but, but Moorhead, I mean, they're, they're rocking and rolling. They're, they're playing both ends of the floor. They're controlling the tempo of the game. Um, I mean, SIU Edwardsville was, was uh, beat little cock tonight, but they kind of struggled with that one. That was a, a tight game all the way through, but yeah, I think Moorhead and uh, it's probably their conference to lose in my opinion. I know Western Illinois is pretty good, but, um, I mean, they're, they're playing both ends of the floor and controlling the tempo of every game. So assuming they don't shoot 30%, they should uh, be able to win these games, I believe. Yeah, uh, we move on to another smelly line. Uh, UT Arlington goes on the road and they get the victory. They were, for some reason, catching a point last night on the show. Uh, and, Mac, kudos to you for locking it up. They win 76-68 against Southern Utah here. Yeah, and I talked about Utah, UT Arlington. Like I, I've been back in them the last couple of weeks. They, they're better than the record. They, like they pass the eye test. So another team, maybe if they catch in numbers, keep taking. Yeah, UT Martin seventy six, Eastern Illinois fifty nine. Uh, we can move past this one, but uh, this one was kind of stumping uh, Mac last night. He was. Like eat weren't uh wasn't the handicap kind of like yeah you won big on the road the yeah. first game. <laughs> it, was, it was quick it was quick it wasn't let's dive into this shit <laughs> yeah um shout out to Colby for hitting a lock on Florida Gulf Coast as they went 82 59 at Central Arkansas um you know Arizona 91 65 victory over Cal 
Uh, I was on the Wildcats. You locked up the Golden Bears last night, Mac. Uh, did you catch any of this one? Did you turn it off at some point? Yeah. The Wildcats kind of ran away with it. Yeah, I felt like the Utah game when I had – I've been fading Arizona, but uh, it reminded me of that Utah game when I had Utah and Arizona, and Arizona just couldn't miss. I was like, all right, well, this game's fucking over. Arizona, Arizona looked back to being Arizona a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was – Good win, Arizona. Trevor, did you watch any of this Cal Arizona game here? Uh, I did not, but that line was kind of kind of felt too good to be true with Cal. But I was so tempted to pull the trigger with Tyson and Cohen. I was like, they can, you know, they did this before; they could do it again. But man, that the Arizona at home is not to be fucked with. They they run it up on teams. They they put it on you. Yeah. Um, now let's. I I couldn't wait to talk about this one because this was maybe the most fun game that I had watching last uh, tonight. Wisconsin led at some point, I think it was 27 to seven in this game. The first five minutes into it, it was Cornhuskers across the board. I was too pussy to lock it here. Um, but Northwestern comes back. They were down 16 at half. They come back. They force overtime. They win 80 to 72. Shout out to NC Nick and Mac who locked up the Huskers in the look ahead spot for Wisconsin as Purdue is on deck. But uh, Mac, this one was kind of nuts. Uh, take me through it. Yeah. Um, and it was my workout play of the day. So I got, got a little workout <laughs> talking a little, a little big red machine, baby. That was, that was a great win for them. Uh, they were talk shit in the first half. I, I'll be honest. I didn't see the first five, six minutes because I was finished up seven minutes or the seven o'clock games. And, turn it on and they're down 21, eight already. And I'm like, Oh my fucking God, this is how this night's going to go. Their starters didn't do shit. And I mean, everybody's killing me for fucking saying Tominaga is good. Tominaga is still good, but Tominaga didn't have a good night. It was Wiltshire off the bench. It was Gary. Their bench really won this game for them. And they made, they made some crazy shit. That is a hard building to win at and shout out to them for storming the court. Wisconsin is going to beat Purdue on Sunday though. Uh, Trevor, did you catch any of this one? Wisco, uh, the top 10 team losing on the road. It's been happening a lot this season. Yeah, it, uh, it's been, it's been crazy. I think I saw something like a top, I don't know if it was top 10 or top 25, uh, road percentage win is like 40% this year compared to normal. It's, it's down. So, I mean, teams are getting got everywhere, but I, unfortunately I did watch this game. I had, uh, I had a weird feeling in my stomach when they were up so big. I was like, man, Nebraska at home doesn't get blown out and, they they damn sure made it interesting and forced overtiming and killed us. I mean, <laughs> they were shit. Wisconsin was up uh, twenty three to eight at one point, and then uh, they they you know they kept them with outside of double digits. And Welcher came in the second half, and uh, yeah, he he lit fire and he couldn't miss. He was coming off the of screens with a hand in his face, splashing them. So yeah, yeah I'm glad we got the loss out of the way though, because Purdue is, is going down. I, I'm with you, Mac. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Boiler uh, down, boiler down. I hate the fact I was watching this game for my underdog fantasy pick em, uh play that I gave out uh, online on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Max Klesmit covered the stat combo in overtime. That was a dagger. Um, so thank you, Nebraska, for not winning that game in regulation or Wisconsin for that matter. Um, SIU Edwardsville, they win 68-66 against Little Rock. Uh, Southern Indiana. They win 74-71 on the road against Tennessee Tech. This was just an all-time dud from myself. 
Should as I locked the Golden Eagles here um, against USI. Uh, North Alabama wins 79-72 at home against Stetson. Uh, did you catch any of these three games that I just rattled off? Do you want to talk about uh, your boy Pujol with the uh, UNA squad? Yeah, it, it was it was it was a good win. Uh, I'm I'm pissed I didn't pull the trigger on Southern Indiana. That line was telling us Southern Indiana was going to win. Yeah, and I walked into it. Um, <laughs> you, Youngston State goes into Dayton, Ohio, Whew. and wrecked the right state today, eighty-eight to seventy-seven. Uh, Trevor, this is kind of uh, unprecedented, unprecedented territory. God, I can't speak. Uh, hopefully you understood that. But uh, for the Raiders, who have kind of been stalwarts in this league, to lose at home like this is not something that we've seen all the time. Your thoughts? No, yeah, you're right. They they generally are pretty good at holding down home court. But, um, I mean, they, they've kind of been a little suspect at times this year, um, you know, f- f- flaring out late in the second half and whatnot. But um, Youngstown, I know they were without um, – uh, their center, uh, Gabe something, Gabe Dines, I believe. They were without him again. Um, there was rumors he might come back, but it didn't matter. They they were fighting with him. Uh, it was tight early in the first half, and then um, second half, Wright State just kind of kind of fell the the pressure of, of Youngstown, and, and they were making shots. And it was it was a bucket fest. I'm not gonna lie. This game was fun as hell to watch because I think there was about 102 points in the first half. It was it was it was electric to watch, but. Yeah, weird spot for Wright State to be uh, losing at home, so I'm expecting the next game to be a crush. Mac, Dude, you they, locked the Raider they, gang. Um, yeah, they called they, them your Raider. You called them your Raiders last night. They have was that, and they the, the kill me shot down there. time and time and time and time <laughs> again. Uh, you latch your heart to them, and then they. I, they I love Wright State, man, but I mean, great win, Jared Calhoun, man. The job he's doing at Youngstown, they. I kind of think they're the best team in the horizon if you made me pick i know i know green bay's in first but if i had to choose who's gonna win it i would say young sound yeah i mean they have a great home court advantage as well um to answer greg masler masler yeah greg masler in the youtube chat he asked noah do they have texaco's in Mich- michigan no I got the shirt when I was in my mullet phase when I had a mullet. So <laughs> that's the only time, uh, you know, I, I bought uh, this or was interested in buying something like this. Uh, Utah 79-71 over Jacksonville State. Grand Canyon 95-88 uh, over Seattle. Mac, um, actually, shit, uh, the Lopes missed the cover. We talked about that one already. Um, yes. I was trying to double up your locks on the picks page. It didn't mark it as a loss. So I apologize, but it's not. Yeah. We count. already talked about the lopes. UTEP. <laughs> Some they get, they get the that. cover. Hey, for I you. lost that. I didn't bet that. That was a lean. What are you talking about? I didn't bet that. Uh, yeah. No, UTEP gets the cover for you. They beat the Gamecocks at home. How about this uh, one? Cause they tink, tink, tink their way to a cover. Dude, they're good at home. They're good at home. And, and, and mentioned it that they're good at home. Um, and, and Dixie State's the next game, I would imagine. They're good at home, too. It was – I, I like playing these teams that are awful on the road, and then they come back home. So UTEP, they tried to give it away late. Todd Golden, they're, they're what, three and four now in, in Conference USA. So got to get it going. That league is wide the fuck open, by the way. Yeah, uh, you, you mentioned it. Dixie State, a.k.a. Utah Tech. 
They win by 17 at home against the Mexicans. Colby Mexicans locked up UT Rio Grande. Yeah. Shout out to your lock battle victory over Mr. Dent, Mr. Pick Dundee himself. Um, something that you and him both locked here was uh, Eastern Washington, who went into Bozeman and lost. We were talking about this one last night. I know. Uh, I, this was an added one. This was stupid. I, I saw Colby <laughs> did it. And I'm like, you know, it's system play till they lose, and they did lose. This it, like if this was going to be one of the spots they lost, it was tonight. So stupid pick. I I should not have chased on that one. I I, I saw Colby. Honestly, I saw. I'm going to blame it on Colby. I saw Colby lock it. And I go. I can hear his voice saying system play. So I added it late. Montana Lord, uh, yeah. stay in a big sky race. So that was that was yeah. a big win for them. Yeah, I was just about to talk about. Uh, you know, Montana. They stay alive. They got a victory over Idaho. Colby locked up my my Vandals, uh, plus 14 and a half. So shout out to Pick Dundee. Uh, the Grizz, they win 73-70, uh, and they stay in this race. They have three losses. They're tied for third in the conference with their in-state rival, Montana State. Northern Colorado in second, Eastern Washington in first. Uh, Trevor, I'm going to turn to you again. Um, we've been kind of rolling with Eastern Washington. Rob's pretty high on uh, the, the Northern Colorado Bears here. Um, do you kind of have a darling in the big sky that you'd like to put the people on? I I don't really have a darling. I'm, I've been riding with you guys for Eastern Washington. I mean, they've been they've been a wagon, and I mean, imagine if they still had steel vendors this year. This would be this team would be electric. So um, I'm still riding with them. Um, I mean, they they were due a loss, you know, just get it out of the way. So here comes the the rolling. They got a a big Montana game on deck also. So. I need to pick that one up, but other than that, it looks like some somewhat smooth sailing till the end of the season. Mac, this game was a, a topic on the pre-show conversation. Stanford wins outright at Arizona State. Uh, you seemed like you were pretty entertained after watching this one. Uh, tell the people what happened here. Arizona State did Arizona State shit. <laughs> I mean, they puked all over themselves down the stretch. I mean. What so I said they were gonna lose eight in a row. They've lost now what six out of seven. I've almost called exactly what was gonna happen with this team. Front runners, they're they're done. They're they they it's Bobby Hurley. They got so many different uh personalities in that locker room where they're not gonna mesh, they're not gonna battle adversity. If it was going good, they have enough, they have enough talent, but you know, hug that tree. Tree huggers are six and four in the Pac 12, man. TVDBJ, your opinions on the trees and Sun Devils are what? Uh, I had Stanford as well, so it was a little bit of a, a rocky uh, second half up and down, but we came through. Uh, shut up, Michael Jones, for shooting 507 from three, though. Um, kept us in that game. So, um, yeah, Stanford is kind of an infuriating team. I mean, they you can't really get a read on them half the time. I mean, they'll go to they'll beat uh, Utah, then they're going to lose to Cal on the road. I mean, granted, Cal can catch teams at home, but still. They're, they're, they're up and down. I mean, Oregon State to, to overtime and, and losing to USC. So they're they're up and down, but I'm, I'm kind of addicted to betting on them. I have been for a while. Um, <laughs> people are kind of down on them all the time. And, you know, they can they can hoop or they can fucking shit the bed like they do. So it's a matter of catching them in the in the right spot. And I don't like I with Mac. I think Arizona State was due to regress back to Arizona State at some point. And tonight was the night. The talk of the town tonight is that you don't bring the fight to New Mexico State. New Mexico State <laughs> brings the fight to you. Well, dust um, up. 
yeah we can't show it because it's like literally right from the broadcast but i think everybody in the college basketball twitter space has seen this at some point <laughs> um the there's a liberty player that kind of throws a little bit of an elbow into the gut of a new mexico state player who then just whips around <laughs> and gives him a knuckle sandwich um <laughs> put him on the put him on the on the deck looking at the lights um that's my takeaway from the <laughs> i'm just kidding they were catching points they won this thing outright mac and i had like the exact fucking handicap of new mexico state when they play at home and Get back them and i don't know what's going on with liberty they uh they're stapled to the floor, as Colby would say. It's a, it's <laughs> it's a, it's a step up. I mean, they played in the Atlantic Sun. Now they're in the Conference USA, and these other teams have athletes, and at it's the bothered same them. time, like New Mexico State, they put this team together with pieces and glue. Like, but you just look at they like you look not at, a team that Liberty should lose to on paper. It's a great advent. It's a great environment at home for New Mexico State, but. I just I, Tough I don't for the I don't I don't like Liberty's approach right now from recruiting in terms of like they're trying to build their a a Sun team in the Conference USA. There's more athletes. Jack State's athletic. Freaking UTEP is athletic. Uh, <laughs> Sam Houston's athletic. Obviously, New Mexico State, uh, Western Kentucky. They're gonna struggle night in and night out with 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 this roster that they have. Yeah, this was an interesting final as the Aggies win 79-73 over the Flaming Libs. Trevor, did you catch any of this game? Your thoughts on kind of the free fall for the Flames or uh, maybe on the positive side, the Aggies jump up and get a W? Yeah, no, I uh, actually wasn't watching this game, and then I saw that clip of uh, the old right hook uh, to the jaw, and I was like, I got to tune into this. This is going to get chippy. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little dust up. It was beautiful. We needed one every year. We got it this year. So uh, shout out uh, New Mexico State or whoever the hell threw that. But, no, I kind of just had it on in the background. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Liberty hung in, but, you know, New Mexico got it done at home. Guns up. They weren't going to – they were going to be denied a loss after uh, – that old dust up can't can't lose on home court after that. No, yeah. System. Uh, another one <laughs> of the new teams in the conference USA that has been performing quite well. Sam Houston goes on the road. They knock off Western Kentucky. This was a triple lock on the picks page. Um, and you and Colby Mack lock this one up. Uh, the tops lose at home in stunning fashion against the Bearcats. And I think it's the first home loss under uh, Steve Lutz era. So I mean, it was disappointing um but it's i they they blew this game they were up 12 in the second half and it, it kind of reminded me of what tarleton uh not tarleton abilene christian um Stephen f austin weber <laughs> a lot of my losses tonight where it felt like they were they were in control of the game but they just collapsed uh what number did you get on cal poly uh, a half a point less than where it landed. <laughs> this probably is uh, the worst loss of the night. Irvine did not cover this game the entire way. <laughs> and then they hit a three in front of their bench with 10 seconds. So you got the plus 13 and a half on the Cal Poly Mustangs. Yeah. Irvine wins it by 14, <laughs> 73 to 59. Sorry if anybody tailed um, me. I'm refreshing the... It was the right. It was the right side. <laughs> I'm refreshing. I'm looking the at this graph. Some more of these. It was brutal. Go ahead. 
I'm looking at this graph on covers from uh, this game, and yeah, it's it's all Kyle Poly to the last ten seconds, and it just yeah. dri- drifts over yeah. that top. That's yeah, brutal. It was, it was brutal. Uh, it's fun though. It makes for good content on the no, show. No, it's not. It's, uh, fun. <laughs> it's fun for fucking you, jackass. Do you want not me? <laughs> do you do you want to talk about Bakersfield? Against Long Beach, yeah, Long Beach State blows his what <laughs> seven point lead with four minutes. Yeah, good God, oh my God! I mean, watching those two side by side, and then we'll talk about Pacific here in a minute too. Pacific <laughs> led the entire so, game. They led the entire ba- game. Bakersfield, Bakersfield beat the beach eighty-two to seventy-six. They covered oh. that one. They were they were catching a couple of points there. Um, I ate shit with Fullerton. Hawaii came out like a house of fire, uh, and they kept the lead against the Titans here. Mac, shout out to you. You had the Rainbow Warriors. You had the lock battle here. Um, your takeaways from this game. Yeah, this was weird in terms of Fullerton just kind of completely no-showing. That I, I didn't see that coming. Uh, a little little frustrating, uh, frustrating on, on my part. Um, last Big West final of the night, I believe. UC San Diego wins 83-62. They cover the numbers nine and a half when we picked it on the show last night. I was on the Tritons. Mac was on the Matadors, but we both established that this game just smelled like shit. Uh, neither one of us locked it. And now I'm going to turn over to Trevor here. Both UC Irvine and UC San Diego are nine and one in conference. Um, when do they play each other again? Uh, UC Irvine owns a victory over San Diego. UC Irvine and UC San Diego play again on February 24th, but currently it's a a two-team race. UC Davis has two losses in conference, and the next team has four. So um, the Big West, I think, is very competitive. Colby's been talking about it as a very fun league so far this season. Uh, Your thoughts as a whole on the Big West conference here? Um, I'm, I, I love the big West. I'm a, as a guy who's kind of like, you know, I don't go to bed till two, two thirty in the morning. So, <laughs> uh, I love the Hawaii midnight tips. Uh, it, it, it's electric, but yeah, no, the, the big West is really running through Irvine and, and San Diego this year. Um, Davis has been competitive. I mean, Elijah Pepper's electric, um, Santa Barbara can, you know, they, it was Hawaii on a down year, but they bullied the shit out of them, um, on their home floor and, and dominated, but then they come back tonight and, they get bullied on their home floor. So yeah, kind of, I kind of feels just like a top heavy league. Um, Davis is in there. You could pepper him in there, but yeah, it's, it feels more like an Irvine or uh, San Diego finish here um, for this conference. Yeah. So Mac, now do you want to complain about Pacific? Cause this would be the time Portland wins 65 60 in the Bay. Yeah. I mean, Pacific led the, basically the entire game. <laughs> and then they, they, they're down five with what, five seconds. And then they, they're getting, they're catching two and a half and they, they choose to take the layup. So, you know, got to extend the game, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, those three in a row at the end. I was like, Oh my God, give it the fuck out of here. So well, it was there was, one of those there, was an, there was another one too. I don't know if you're counting this one as three in a row, but UCLA, uh, they win by eight. Bastards. You had eight and a half. Yeah, I know. I got the A. CLV, baby. It closed at ten and a half, and they win by eight. <laughs> Damn, I was sitting uh, on ten man. and a half, but that whole He's game killed. was ugly. 
yeah, yeah, Trevor, you had the Bruins as as a bet as well. Um, you were kind of score watching it as we began to go bit, live. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't expect you to have any takeaways, but if you do, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. This kind of felt like a UCLA just smash game. I mean, Oregon State coming coming in feeling hot after two wins and, and UCLA playing good ball. Now they're going to offer up 10.5 points. At, at the time, 10.5 points with Oregon State kind of felt a little trappy. So I hopped in on UCLA and, you know, Second half, they, they had a chance to pull away, but they, they fucked up. They're fouling, and all of a sudden, two points led into to seven, and, and Oregon State was back in the game. So, chance late to uh, cover this. I saw they, they fouled on a layup or something, and uh, gave yeah. them an extra chance. But Mr. Free uh, Real quick, let me get my camera out. Uh, I had to I had to get a picture of Mac and TMZ as Oregon covers the minus one and a half here. The Ducks win 78-69. I jump off of my USC bandwagon. You jump on it, and then one I let you I drown one with it. <laughs> I let okay. you spill out like the Oklahoma Sooners bandwagon oh, did. God. Uh how about this one? I tried one game. I, I said, you know, I haven't taken USC all year. Let's go one game on them. Bill Walton's announcing they always get up for Oregon. They just suck. They they don't play together. They they're 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 a bad basketball team. Good win, Oregon. I, I know uh I know USC sucks, but go on the road, get a good win. Let's go. Yeah, I'm pulling up the final two games. They're uh at least the picks page has Fucking LA schools yet. kill me at the end too, man. <laughs> they're both currently live. I'm gonna get you the guys to score. Should've had a, should've before... had a winning night, but the fucking L stupid West Coast. West Coast fucking sucks. West oh, Coast they have sucks. they have gone final. San Francisco wins by sixteen against San Diego, and UC Davis wins seventy nine sixty nine over Santa Barbara. So um I'll give you guys a heads up. Look for your game balls, TVDBJ. That way we don't catch you a little bit off guard. I'll read our second uh, time of ads here real quick, and then we'll get to the game balls. Um, The college basketball experience is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. P2B social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds. Create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. And the social features equal like group group chats, petting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Um, and then plus, as rewards, you can get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Cut also allows you to list almost any kind of bet. Perfect for getting action on those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Like I said, the example last night that I used was how many times does Taylor Swift uh, appear on the Super Bowl broadcast you can do something like that uh and cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's u.s based available in 40 states head over to cut.com that's k-u-t-t.com and use promo code sgpn for a 10 percent deposit bonus win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. 
enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets Revolutionary Parlay Optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate or uh, for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, game balls. Let's talk about it here. Trevor, you're the guest. We'll have you go first here. Uh, your first game ball of the Thursday slate. Uh, I'm going to have to go with UNC Wilmington. Um, going into Charleston, into the six, and getting uh, into a revenge spot for them, and, and you get the dub by by six points on their home floor. Uh, pretty pretty damn good win for them in the uh, CAA. Yes, it is. Mac, you're up next. I got a hell of a workout in today, and, you know, I was talking about a little go big red. So a great 20-point comeback win. That was that was big time. I mean, back-to-back years, too. They came back from 18 down last year. Now they come back from 19. I, I don't know if the, I don't know if Wisconsin added to 20, but uh, yeah, give me Nebraska game ball easy. I'm gonna give it to the Flightless Birds. They won 88-77 uh, in the Nutter Nutter Butter Center against Wright State. Anytime you go in there and you win by double digits, I think it's deserving. Uh, Trevor, you're up next for your second and final game ball. I'm gonna have to go with Montana State. Um, granted, it's a home game, but you still you took down uh, Eastern Washington, keeping yourself in that big sky race. So, uh, big win for uh, Montana State tonight. Mac, how about yourself for your second and final? Let's go with the Penguins going into Wright State. I um, I just gave that up. <laughs> oh, I, oh yeah, you talked talked about the Nutter Center. I didn't hear who you were talking about. I was like, who the hell's the Nutter Center? Um, the Nutter Butter Center. Nutter Butter Center. <laughs> That's all I heard. Um. James, by the way, while you look for your second game ball, James Saunders is calling you out for only working out for seven minutes while you're giving out your pick and your video. Nah, 70, 70. It, take, it takes about <laughs> seven minutes to ed- fucking edit the fucking shit. I, I'm, not, I'm not as efficient as Noah uh, on the fucking interwebs. but uh, I don't wake up early enough to put it out early yeah, enough. So I got to so. deal with myself. Come on, throw me a fucking <laughs> bone, everybody. Um... Sweat out all these fucking vodkas, whiskeys, and cold beers. Um, let's go. Who do we want to go? Let's go with tree huggers, man. That was okay. a good win because they 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 were beat tonight. They they. I mean, I, I was like, oh fuck, the tree huggers are gonna give away. But uh, tree huggers go to Tempe, get a big road win. They get a game ball for me. I'm gonna give it to the team that won. Uh, a slugfest literally and figuratively figured uh, god damn it i can't talk they won a slugfest literally and figuratively today new mexico state they win against liberty at home uh yeah shout out to the guy that you know took over college basketball twitter tonight uh now let's get to the fun part let's start picking some games mac all righty are we breaking this up by the way no no all right so we'll get right into it this is the unofficial B side where, where we get loose and pick some winners. All right. February second, <laughs> Friday the TMZ part TMZ. Everybody's fucking there. You go. Comment section yeah. comments, whatever. Uh, we got a slate on Friday of 15 games. Of course, college. I got basketball. cocktail numbers on every game, by the way, that I'll just be reading out. Cause why not? Not many games. All right. Well, 
I don't know if I want to lock this. <laughs> Kent State <laughs> is going to Buffalo, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. Kent State and fucking Buffalo have been a pain in my ass this year. Kent State is on the road laying. I'm seeing eight right now. We got a little action Friday night. I think we take a home dog here. I'll take Buffalo. I'm on Buffalo, too, with no conviction. I mean, Kent State just hasn't looked pretty lately. Um, straight up, they are 2-7 and seven in their last nine games. Uh, and granted, those are all MAC games. So I don't know what's going on with Golden Flashes this season. But I think it's an okay spot for Buffalo. So give me the Blue Bulls. Yeah, uh, I'm no way I'm picking this game, but I kind of lean uh, Kent State in this one. Uh, Buffalo at home, I mean, they're coming off of a 29-point Drilling by Ball State, Miami, Ohio got him by 21. They hung with Western Michigan, but Kent State's dog shit, but they can at least force turnovers, and Buffalo loves to give you the ball. So I, I lean Kent State, but I'm not playing this game whatsoever. For what it's worth, the cocktail napkin, it has this one Buffalo plus four and a half. So Ooh, yep. why aren't you betting that? That's, that's two possessions of value. <laughs> one, only one. What is the point of that napkin? I, it's eight. Dude, I'm not betting Buffalo. <laughs> why not? <laughs> I bet Buffalo oh and Butler, they almost won the game fucking outright. All right, I'll take you to a lock here. I got no interest in that game. All right, take me to a lock. Let's go to the Ivy League, where we got the big red chewing gum. Cornell is going to Dartmouth. Cornell is undefeated in Ivy League. Cornell is off the Princeton win. They got Harvard on deck on the road. Give me Dartmouth catching 10 and a half. I don't think they're going to win the game, but an Ivy League catching double digits off Cornell's biggest win of the year. They had Princeton scheduled. Give me Dartmouth. Lock it up in the points. Yeah. Go go for it. No, 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 Trevor, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not joking with you either. Go ahead. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I just kind of lean Dartmouth just because of the look ahead thing. I mean, this line's just, it feels too easy for Cornell. I mean, Dartmouth is, is absolutely dog and they can't hang out of the ball and it's it's ugly. So I, I lean Dartmouth, but I am not putting my hard earned money on, on Dartmouth. <laughs> I am, I'm log battling Mac here. I'm taking, oh, you uh, lost your mind. Dude, Dartmouth can't keep a game within uh, double digits. Cocktail Napkins got this thing minus 18 as well. Uh, Trevor mentioned it. This team's ugly just to watch in general. The, uh, Harvard's not as much of a look ahead spot as it once was. I mean, Malik Mack is back, but I mean, still, the team really hasn't kind of put it together. Uh, I don't think you're looking past Dartmouth to get to Harvard right now. I think you're looking past Dartmouth to get to, you know, Princeton or Yale, but not Yard, not uh, Harvard. So uh, give me, uh, give me Cornell. I'm locking it up here. I think they smash. Give me Kent State in the first game now that I know the napkins numbered. <laughs> hey, you got a lock battle in one corner. <laughs> we got fucking Noah Beanick playing double digits in an Ivy League game. He's lost his fucking mind. Cornell, Dartmouth big is red. Dartmouth is the new Columbia. Moneyline back. Seats and tide turn. They beat Brown. Now they're ready to go. Give me Dartmouth. All right, next up on the slate, we got, I'll take you to another lock. Quinnipiac laying seven and a half at Manhattan. Quinnipiac, I'm tired of this fucking aqueduct shit. Manhattan, <laughs> I'm telling you, Manhattan is a feisty dog in Gallagher's year number one. Give me Manhattan, 
lock it up, sprinkle some on the money line. I'm taking I'm taking the Bobcats. They've been, you know, rolling as of late. They're eight and one in conference. They've won seven in a row. Uh sure, Manhattan can be feisty at home. Why not? But they're off an overtime W uh against Niagara. That was their first win in two months. So I, I think Quinnipiac wins, they cover, but I'm not betting this one. Cocktail napkin has this one at minus eight and a half for the Golden Griffins. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I, I lean Quinnipiac in this one. Um, Manhattan, and I went back the last two, uh, three years, I think. These teams, they, they alternate wins at, at each other's house. Like, they don't they don't defend home court. So, Quinnipiac's rolling this year. Uh, Manhattan is, is, is ugly, and they just came off an overtime win against Niagara. I think they're feeling themselves a little bit. So, I think Quinnipiac, uh, they get the best of them there. I hate the six-and-a-half numbers, though. It feels like something always weird happens with those. So no, no play, but I lean that. Yeah, a single lock, you know, no Phoenix. He was on Niagara. I took the Jaspers. I'm the king of the MAAAC. Give me Manhattan, my Jaspers. Lock it up, baby. This is my league, how, baby. How, how big is that head grown? The, the It's just inflated <laughs> like a balloon. It can't fit through the door frame. <laughs> what, with the MAAC? I'm the king of the MAAC, baby. What do I, I'm like fucking like, I, I need to stop betting every other league. I'm like 12 and 2 in my last MAAC games. I hate this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if other people are allowed to pad their stats, I, why am I not allowed to? It's not 12 and 2, <laughs> but it's pretty damn good. I know it's 3 and 0 on Sunday. And then I think two and one on Friday. So five and one, six pack. See you at the winner's circle. Let's go, Jaspers. Uh, Niagara is going to St. Pete. St. Pete is laying for St. Peter's is off. Let me pull up the stand. Where are we at? Where are we at in this MAAAC right now? Um, Quinnipiac, eight and one. St. Peter's is seven and two. They should have lost the other day. I want to lock Niagara. I think Niagara is a better team. I think you're high. Um, St. <laughs> Peter's is a better team. I also, think Niagara, overrated. also, Niagara has their inner city rival, Canisius, on deck here. Uh, I think this line's short. Uh, you could say it smells. I don't care. It's a short slate. Cocktail napkin has it by six. I'll lock up the Peacocks to St. Peter's here. Um, yeah, I a little familiar with St. Peter's. I bet uh, Sienna's team total last Sunday um, with all the injuries they had. Uh, St. Peter's is actually missing Corey Washington, too. Um, I'm not sure what his status will be, but he's about 14, uh, 15 points a game, six boards. Um, so they, they kind of looked a little lost, but they came out second half and, and handled Sienna. But uh, if he's playing, I like St. Peter's in this game. If he's if he's not playing, I'm not going to play this game. But I see it's down to four already, so oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's dropped a point, so. We'll see what happens. But uh, I lean St. Peter's. In one corner, we got Noah Beanick on his peacock. Freaking, they, they got set. They should have lost to Sienna outright last week. Show that was lucky until they even won or covered. And they lost a rider. Counterfeit. Give me Niagara. Lock it up. Niagara outright. Let's you're, you're picking out specific losses that St. Peter's had. I don't think you should be talking this. This Niagara team lost outright to Siena. Yeah, but before that, they were rolling. St. Peter's was rolling before any of these losses in conference, too. 
No, they're count. They're counterfeit. They're, they don't have Sheehan Holloway anymore. Give me Niagara, better team, better coach. Greg Paul's got those guys rolling now. Uh, all right, let's go to the A10 here. We got the Bonnies headed to Dayton. Dayton's laying seven. Nobody's gonna bet on the Bonnies, so I'll bet on the Bonnies. I'll bet on the Bonnies here. Well, I mean, I'll tell you why nobody's going to bet on the Bonnies. They're coming off a, a huge win against VCU. Uh, now they come on the road. They have Dayton here um, at UD Arena, where we know it gets lit. Um, I'm going to lay it with the Flyers. Cocktail Napkin has it at minus nine. I'm not that bold or confident in the pick, though. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Dayton can pull away with some free throws late, but overall, uh, not very confident. I'll just pick the Flyers here at home. Uh, yeah, I, I lean Dayton in this one. Uh, haven't gotten any of my picks yet, but I, I like Dayton in this one. Um, they love to shoot threes, and uh, St. Bonnie's is allowing uh, teams to score 35% of their points from three-point land. Um, Dayton's elite at not uh, giving up free points at the free throw line either. So uh, I like Dayton here at home Friday night. Energy, I believe this is a national televised game. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I, th- I think Dayton gets the best one here. I think they roll. Um, I may fire fire this one up. It's been uh, it's been peak my interest. The last two games they won by eighteen and twenty eight at home, so they're they're feeling themselves at home. Now are you going to put on national TV? I televised think- on ESPN two. There we go. Do you want to lock battle, Trevor? I'll take the Bonnies. Bonnies are Bonnies. Right, let's veteran. do it. Let's, let's go. It. Here we go. Get this fucking Dayton Flyers shit out of here. In one corner, TV. DBJ is on the Dayton Flyers. Moneyline Mac. Bonnies for the third straight game. I'll even take the seven and a half I see now. I'm not scared of that half point. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You Come actually on. like the half point more because it lets you know that oh, you're yeah. on the right side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck the CLV. Bon- <laughs> well, CLV is overrated. Just ask UCLA. <laughs> uh, all right. This line fucking reeks. So Ohio State's headed to Iowa City. I was, I was laying four and a half. I want to take fucking Ohio State, but, man. No, I you can't don't. Run. I can't trust them on the road. I'm not betting Ohio State. I'm not doing this yet. Um, I'll I'll take the Buckeyes. I guess I. This is a perfect line. These two teams suck. I'm going back to the well with the Hawkeyes at Carver Hawkeye Arena, locking it up. I think they are more motivated for this game than Ohio State is. The games that I've seen the Buckeyes play lately, they look like they've just given up on the season once again, like we know them to do, like we knew they did last year. Uh, And the computers are still tricked by whatever talent they've got, whether it it be uh, Bruce Thornton at guard or the Jameson Battle transfer in from Minnesota that everybody was fond of. Yeah, I mean, they've lost six of the last seven. No life from this team whatsoever. They got drilled from a lifeless Michigan team, for crying out loud, on the road. Uh, they lose by 14 by Nebraska. They lose 30 or 25 at Northwestern. At Iowa, I think it's more of the same. So, locking up the Hawkeyes here. Boom. Yeah, uh, what Rob said, Iowa sucks. But, I mean, Ohio State sucks even more. Uh, I, know, I, hate, a, I hate this game, man. <laughs> this, I, 
I don't. I'm not picking a side in this game. I'm probably going to play Iowa's team total over because Ohio State looks like they just have given up entirely and they don't care. And Iowa's coming home after a loss. But yeah, that like you said, no, that five and a half seems kind of sharp. For some reason, I just feel like Ohio State's going to hang around, um, especially a national TV game with all the eyes on this one. Is a one of the the bigger game on Friday. I think they hang around. Doc Dylan Hopkins got it minus seven. It's good enough for a lock in my book if it's going against Ohio State. So give me that. There you go. Uh, This is like two teams I just want to fade. So it's like, I don't know what to do. Uh, All right. Noah Beanick. He said, go blue. Take it to Iowa Hawkeyes. Play the number. Go golden black. No, I said, you're saying go blue. You're Ohio State hater. Well known. You're fading the Buckeyes. Sure. Call it what you want. I'm you betting I Iowa, though, when, you don't when think it's I all know what the fuck I'm doing. All right, let's go back. To, enough of this Big Ten and A-10 bullshit. We got to go back what to the real We got to go back to the M-A-A-A-C here, where we got Mount St. Mary's headed to Maris. Maris laying two and a half. Mount St. Mary's is going to win this game outright. Lock it up. I'm on the Mount, too. Um, I've Come seen... On. Nuts. Maris kind of fall apart in a couple of these games lately uh, that I've caught with my own eyes. Um, so I, I'm not as fond of the Red Foxes as I used to be. Uh, catching a little bit of points. This game is going to be close. I'll just take the points. Cocktail Napkin has it plus three. So I, I think it's either or coin flip game. Give me the mount. Man, I like Marison here in this one. Uh, I'm kind of addicted to betting Marison's here too. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's their defense or something, but I, I love betting them. And Mount St. Mary's can't hang onto the ball whatsoever. Um, but Maris is, is giving up a lot of free throw attempts, but I, I still don't care. I think the amount of turnovers and, and Marist at home. Um, and it's only two and a half now. I only have to win by three. I love it. Give me Marist minus two and a half at home against uh, the uh, Mount. That is your biggest edge in this matchup. I mean, Marist's defense is solid. They're 20th in creating turnovers. Mount St. Mary's 343rd in turnover rate. So that's probably the deciding factor if this lock comes through for sure. You know, Trevor just admitted he only listens to when Dundee talks. Because all he talks about (laughs) is how good fucking Marist is. Fuck Marist. Battle? All right, let's battle. Let's do it. Another battle. (laughs) Let's do it. Second battle. TVDBJ taking the Maris Red Foxes. You know, Moneyline Mac is right with the Mountaineers. Not the West Virginia Mountaineers. Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers. Mount St. Mary's, desperate spot, lost three in a row. They're better than the record. I've seen them play multiple times. Um, all right, who we got next up on the slate? Columbia's head to Harvard. Fucking bring your fucking diploma to this fucking shit game. Uh, Harvard's laying six. Softest. So how is this a shit game if Cornell's looking to Har- looking forward to Harvard? It's just two pussy institutions, these two. These two, like, really stick out. The whole me. Ivy League is. I... No. You need to explain yourself. Not your, your handicap Dart- on the Cornell Dartmouth, game. Dartmouth's got sense. some shit to them. Dartmouth's I just caught Mac in a fucking pretzel. <laughs> I mean, they're all private school pussies. I mean, don't get me wrong, but Dartmouth—I like Dartmouth the best out of them. Um, give me Harvard. I'm not betting Harvard though. <laughs> not laying points. Fuck that. You know, so I, I'm confused by Harvard to say the least. Because I know they're all when over they were the without point. Malik Mack, it was a total fade because they were very good at the beginning of the season. Mack's back. He's playing 
pretty well. I think he's had 16, 18, and then 22 points in his last three games. So it's like, okay, Harvard, um, your best player's back. He's playing well. They lose to Yale by 13. Uh, this is definitely should be a bounce back spot off of the Yale loss. But I still think they need to show it to me before I pick them or bet them. So I'm actually going to take Columbia because this one just seems like it's too low, in my opinion. Trevor, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I was with you. I, I lean Columbia. I ain't no way in hell I'm betting it, but taking, <laughs> this is their best team in years that they've had at Columbia. Yeah. Um, it's been a couple of years, and this is a little bit of a down year for Harvard. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I lean Columbia. They can shoot the ball. They're shooting good free throws, so. I lean Columbia, uh, but I'm not betting this game. This is this is the best chance I have to get revenge in, in quite a while. <laughs> Matt, can you relate to Greg Massler here? He goes, Noah's like your annoying little brother. He might be right, but eventually you just hit him. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he's he's got a he's got a fuck. He's like he comes in behind the scenes. That's wrong. No, it's not fucking wrong because I said so. Uh next up on the slate. Um love you, Noah. But you're wrong here. You're always wrong. I'm always right. Love you too, man. <laughs> uh, Fairfield's going to Iona. We know what side Noah Beanick's going to be on here because Tobin Anderson's in the Do game. Do you? I'm on Iona. Whoa. I'm not. I'm not whoa, betting whoa, it, but whoa, I'm taking whoa. the gales. You just completely. T- I'll be the little brother <laughs> here. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the gales here. I'm not convinced one way or the other, but I think Fairfield's a better team at home. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's the reasoning here with Iona. Um, I'll I'll be Noah tonight. Fuck Tobin Anderson. Iona ain't, Iona ain't <laughs> covering this game. Uh, Fairfield, they're they're I'm you know, I like Fairfield. Uh, Iona also they're they're sitting in the middle of the MAC. Any team that's listed above them in the standings, they've gotten worked by. Anybody below them, they they've beaten. Fairfield happens to be above them. Uh, Fairfield also is uh, can shoot the free throws uh, best in the country. Iona's allowing 21 attempts a game, three points the line. Um, fuck Tobin Anderson. I, I'm not a fan. He of sold me. I'm buying this it. Is, oh, you fucking has a, you know, go fucking you know, Fairfield, baby. See what happens when no Beanie Co- goes first. Then he cocktail napkin has a plus five. So you know it is kind of either. Are or. you locking this, uh, Trevor? I, I'm locking this. Yeah, I may even Ooh. sprinkle money line. I don't right. know. I, I, Lock it I up like Fairfield. Oh, a double lock. Fucked over. They're on the Fairfield stags. <laughs> this will be a. You know, this will be a triple lock because you know Colby will take Fairfield. I'm on Iona, but I'm not going to bet it. I'll root for you guys. Thanks, I'm man. Not, I'm not betting. Appreciate. It. We'll see. We'll see how I feel tomorrow at lunchtime. Maybe I'll say, you know, those yeah. two guys. Plus, <laughs> plus, we got Fairfield <laughs> off the loss to Quinnipiac. It's, not a terrible spot here. And I only, only shoot 65% from the free throw line. So if it's going to get tight down the uh, down the stretch for them to cover. Them freebies, Ain't you happened. know, uh, Sean Green's going to point out this is a 12% difference here, Mac, on the charity strip. He, lo- he loves that fucking free throw discrepancy. We do. Uh, let's go back to the Ivy where we got Penn, the Quakers, taking on the Brown guys. Both teams one in three in league play, but I think Brown's better. I think Brown's at home. Brown's laying points. Brown's laying what? One now? One and a half? Yeah, I need Rob to come in here in all caps and explain why he's got Brown. There he is. Brown, Brown, right Brown. More, I don't like this matchup for Penn. I, I, I'm on Brown. I'm on Brown. 
fringe lock. I don't know why I should be on Brown. Cocktail napkin spit out that Brown's favored by one and a half here. So it's the only reason why I'm on the Brown guys here. Uh, Trevor, how about you? Man, I there's a huge advantage for uh, Penn on the glass. Um, they're number one in offensive boards in the conference play. Uh, Brown's allowing 35% of uh, offensive rebounds to go to the uh, the offense or defensive rebounds to go to the offense. Um, Pens can shoot. I think with those offensive rebounds, they're going to be able to kick out, get open looks. But I have Brown on my sheet. Uh, I, I lean Brown. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't it. get it. This line is kind of stinky. Why is Penn yeah. not favored? Exactly. I don't know. I don't That's know. why I have like, Brown. <laughs> exactly here. Like nothing. <laughs> nothing. You hear that? You hear that? No. I'm not locking it. I well, hear yeah. it. I'm not I wasn't playing it for you guys. My line back comes to Brown guys. You we were locking it two minutes ago. You guys are like, why are they not favored? Now well, they're telling you Brown's gonna win this. Brown smash spot. Give me Brown. Let's go, Brown guys. I'll probably find myself on this tomorrow too. Yeah, just because. they're telling you. They're telling you. Get this fucking shout out. Point. Shout out to Chad G too. He says tomorrow's happy hour is Big Twelve Friday. Get your notifications on. Oh yes, yeah, it is. Chad G, you know who's a home dog on Saturday night in Morgantown again, and I'll be in the building. Stay tuned for the Big 12 tomorrow. West Virginia is a lock against BYU. All right. That might be like the easiest show you guys ever do. Like a lot of those Big 12 plays just seem oh, like they're self explanatory. System play. Yeah. I probably shouldn't you're, bet you're on You're on Texas from the SGP show. I don't I don't get I it. I bet but... dude, I bet Texas Texas has been good ATS and league play. They're good TCU's as a dog. The, the only time they play Texas this year. TCU's the play. Dude, Texas. Texas has a dog is good because when they're favored and they're feeling themselves, that's when Texas fucking does the horns down pussy. Texas shit. lines are always inflated. They're hitting the road. They're going to lose here to TCU. Lose by more than three. We'll see. TCU's we'll a zombie team. They don't die. Quit. quit. Don't. Why don't you? Why don't you just fucking join the? Sh- why don't you wake up on time and join the show tomorrow, Mister Beanick? Uh, all right, let's go to the <laughs> game I of the will. night. Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the game of the night. Princeton headed to Yale. Seeing Yale's laying three and a half. Princeton was the darling. Princeton off the Cornell loss, fifteen and two. Now is, is that right? Are they fifteen and two overall, or is it fourteen and two? Princeton, fifteen uh, and yeah, two. Fifteen and two. Yale is the better basketball team than Princeton. I am locking up Yale. Revenge angle from the conference tournament. They should have been the one in the Sweet Sixteen last year. They were better last year. They're better this year. Get this Princeton shit out of here. I almost said private school pussy, but they're both private school pussies. Give me Yale. Lock it up. Uh, I'm on Princeton. Um, The reason for it is no, I'm not locking it. Um, You know, Princeton shoots the eighth most most three-pointers in the country. Uh, Yale's going to let them shoot it too. Uh, They're average defending the perimeter, 34.5%. They're allowing opponents to shoot. Princeton shooting at 35%. Efficient all over the place on offense in general. Um, They take care of the ball. They make their free throws. They do everything right. This one's going to be close within a possession. Yale could win it. This is my exact handicap from the SGP show that we did. Yale could win it, but I'm going to take the points with the Tigers. Trevor, Uh, where are you at? I mean, this. I think this is the game of the night here. 
Oh, easily. And uh, Ken Pump somehow has Ohio State Iowa's game of the night with their, their throw oh, score. Yeah. They need to I'm check that for me. That's why they bet it. Like, I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> Box score, watch that shit. Um, no, I'm on Yale in this one. Uh, I mean, Princeton cannot offensive rebound. So if their shots don't fall, they ain't getting a second chance at it. Um, not only uh, that, but Princeton knocked off Yale to go to the tournament last year, too. And so Man. that's a huge revenge factor. Uh, Yale's the 28th tallest team in the country versus 297 for for uh, Princeton. They're not going to be getting rebounds. Uh, if their shots don't fall right away, they're not going to be scoring much. So I got, I already bet Yale minus three. Uh, if it's at three and a half, perfect. I love it even more. But, um, yeah, I got Yale. Let's go. Yeah. Did you lock that? Oh, yeah, I locked it. Fuck you lock. Hold on. Oh. No. Oh, Phoenix, you want to battle us? No. Right. Yo, Bulldog. Um, all right, let's go to the Big East before we – the high major games kind of suck. But Butler, Creighton's all right. I mean, it's better than Ohio State, fucking Iowa. Butler's going to Creighton. Creighton's laying nine. Should we lay it with Creighton? I think we should lay it with Creighton. Butler's kind of – they've won three in a row, kind of at the peak. feel like they're just due to – lay down here. Creighton's hard to beat in Omaha. I think they make their shots. Creighton by double digits. Yeah, this is a tough back-to-back road uh, slate here for Butler. They've got Creighton yeah. uh, and then UConn next. Uh, cocktail napkin really didn't give me much help here. They, uh, the Blue Jays are favored by eight and a half in my uh, cocktail napkin. And uh, honestly, them at home in Omaha, um, Defense is going to play. I am going to lay it. I don't love it at all. But, yeah, give me Creighton. Uh, Trevor, Butler and Creighton, where do you lay? Lie. Uh, well, one, Creighton hasn't covered a, a home game since December uh, 9th against Central Michigan. So they're, they're 0-5 I think they're 0-5 in, con- in conference play. Five or six, but regardless. I fucking hate Butler equally as much. They they flare out and fold at the very end, and they have burnt us multiple times. Um, but I don't know. I, I I lean Butler in this one. I feel like that uh that last second Nova win may have kind of gotten them, or that over that comeback may have kind of given them the uh, confidence to uh, show up to these games and believe that they can actually pull through in an entire forty minutes of game instead of first half and flaring out. But I'm not putting my money on Butler again. They've They've made me pissed off enough this year. It's I'll watch it and be upset that I didn't bet it rather than bet it and lose. Yeah, Mag, uh, the chat is upset that we skipped the moving company game. Um, Sienna at Ryder. Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to pick this. This is why. Um, Why not? I'm locking up Sienna. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm diving in. They're not Back a Friday night. Now I'm telling you, they are bad on Friday nights. They're good on Sundays. Yeah, Cocktail Napkin has them uh, plus eight and a half, so I'm getting five points here with Sienna. You know what? I'm, Ryder, I've been super disappointed in. Dude. That was my preseason pick to win the, this conference, and they fucking fell flat on their face. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on the Saints. Uh, it sounded very confident, but you know. That's filthy. It's it's a short it's a short ass slate. So give me give me Sienna. I'm gonna trust the cocktail napkin here. 
Man, I, this whole game relies on uh, if uh, uh, Duro Gordon and uh, Ely are playing for uh, Siena. Those guys are 38 points a game and 14 rebounds, and they've been missing yeah. the last two games. Um, so I've been smashing their team total under. Um, if those two are out again, system play, system, uh, team total under. They're, they cannot score. They had this Tekken kid go like – I forget, he shot unconscious last game, and they still missed the team total by scoring one point in the final nine minutes. Um, <laughs> so – I, you can't trust these guys. Uh, if they're both out, I'll be on uh, Team Total Under. Otherwise, I'm not touching this game whatsoever. The, line, the line's telling you they're playing. Noah Phoenix locking up the Shanna Saints. I'm going against the Saints on Friday night. Give me the moving company. Lay the number. Lock it up. Jerry Davis says Sienna's the hospital of the East. <laughs> Yeah, there's gonna be times to come back on Sienna. Not tomorrow. They're gonna get killed tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Ryder by twenty. Let's go. Ryder hasn't beaten anybody anybody by twenty this season. Sienna scored one point the final ten minutes of a game. Anybody <laughs> could cover thirteen against that. Ryder. Ryder just fucking beat St. Pete's and then Mount St. Mary's on the road back to back. They're peaking and they're getting healthy. Let's go. Moving company. They were the best team in the league almost last year, other than fucking uh, – They should have been Pino, the best team in the Pino. league coming in this year. They returned the most experience in town this year too. It's February. It's a new month. Ryder by 20. Let's go. Yeah, it's a uh, new month, and you just said they peaked in January. So, Sienna, <laughs> Saints. Sienna didn't, it carries over. Ryder didn't peak in January. You just They're four said they five in league play. They're four They're and five in league Mary. play. Your literal literal quote was they just beat St. Peter's and Mount St. Mary's on the we road. got some they're momentum. Peaking. You said peaking. No, <laughs> I, they're, they're starting to peak. You know, at the peak, peak, at the climax, there's then a decline. You just said they're the best team in MAAC from a no, talent roster standpoint. I said, I said they were returning the most five, experience in They're going to end up 12 and 6. They have not played still. like it, and that was the handicap for me. I've been super disappointed with Ryder. This is yeah. too many points. Good luck to everybody on Sienna. Let me know how that experience <laughs> you guys can have, You guys can have Detroit next week, too. Uh, no, it's, it's Are not, you going to give them Detroit? 60, it'll be a miracle. I will, I, I, I will be on Detroit against Robert Morris. I mean, they fucking <laughs> – they lost a triple overtime at Bob Morris. Yes, I'll be on Detroit against Dude, Bob Morris. Good luck that's on the, Detroit that's next the, week. On, no, like, that's the yeah, last I'm time I'm taking Detroit. that. If they can't beat Bob Morris, I don't know if they will. I got to see when they play Uwe Pui. Um but yeah, this is the third to last time tonight. Um, what do you make the line uh, IUPUI versus uh, Detroit at Detroit? We'll give them home court. I can look it up. What it would be. was it? Wait, no, Detroit was favored at Uipui. Remember? Yes, the last time. I, was the last four. time we Detroit, Detroit they, laying three and are, a half. Wait, yeah, they are favored again. <laughs> three and a half. They're telling you, lock it up. <laughs> They're telling you. Uh, all right, let's go to the MAC, not the MAAC, the Mid American Conference. This is a phenomenal matchup. Toledo, the Rockets, going to Akron, the Zips. Both teams eight and one in league play. Akron's laying four. I think everybody's going to want to take Akron. I like Toledo here. I think Toledo might win the game outright. These games always come right down the wire. Lock up Toledo. Sprinkle some on the money line, man. I I kind of think they're playing the better brand of basketball. I think Akron's more brand name. Toledo's won this league the last three years. I, I said the last two years earlier. Noah, correct me. He's he's absolutely correct. Uh, give me Toledo. 
I think they win. I think they win this game. Yeah, so shout out to our guy, Dan Savage, the Toledo Rockets super fan. Uh, heritage of Savage Arena in Toledo. Um, he sent me this blurb, and I mean, it came through the first time he sent me a handicap, and we're going with it again. Toledo's won 12 of the last 15 matchups going back a decade to 2013 yep. uh, when Kowalczyk uh, began with Toledo. During that time, Toledo's 5-3 and three in the jar and 7-0 and oh at Savage. Akron's mar- margin of victory in their wins is five points. Toledo's margin of victory in their wins is 14.77 points. Um, he goes, not sure about a cover, but Toledo has three possible losses left on the on the schedule on the road. It would be Akron, Bowling Green, Miami. Toledo should win the rest at home. History says Toledo owns the Zips. So I'm right there with him. I gave it out on uh, SGP as a lock, um, and I'm, I'm sticking with it even though the line has shortened up a little bit. Um, Cocktail Napkin has, uh, you know, as it should be, uh, Akron laying seven and a half points. This is only at five, I believe we're picking it at, Mac. I'm still taking the points here. I like the handicap for the Rockets' side of uh, point of view. I'll lock it up. Give me UT. Yep, um, I'm liking. I haven't, I haven't bet it yet, but I'm, I'm liking Toledo. Um, I mean, Akron's looking to get revenge uh, for that double sweep last year, but Toledo is has dominated these guys. I mean, they're they're eight and two in last ten, seven three against the spread, um, in those. And and like Max said, all of these games are close. I think the biggest blowout was uh, fifteen points in Toledo's favor. Otherwise, Akron won by uh, eight one year, two years ago. So I think Toledo shows up here. Um, Enrique Freeman may have a big game, but uh, this is just a, a familiar matchup that both coaches are, are ready for. So yeah. give me uh, the points in Toledo. You heard that? Triple lock. Moneyline no lock. No. Okay. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, no you... meaning? He, 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 he basically said he was locking it. On the Toledo Rockets. <laughs> Mac just taking told him he's locking it. <laughs> You're locking it, Trevor. You're locking it. Uh, all right. Next up, Jeez. final game on the slate, and then we'll dive into Saturday here tomorrow after – this show is a problem. You bring the guests on, and they bet way more than they usually do. Apparently, yeah. Welcome, no, tells them. Max tells them you're betting this game. Welcome <laughs> to the fucking show. Let's go. Uh, fucking Charles said we act like we're in fucking church. If you're allowed to fucking drink vodka in fucking church, I guess we are. Uh, shout out to Charles. Thank you for tuning in. But no, this is not fucking church, buddy. Uh, San Jose is going to Nevada. Nevada's laying twelve. Nevada. Dude, they're off a loss, but San Jose State, I I kind of want to take San Jose State. I'm not going to bet this one. I, I, I have a hard time handicapping Alford games. Yeah, and it's also a solid sandwich spot here. Uh, Nevada's got Utah State next. Yeah. Um, Cocktail's got – Cocktail and Napkin's got a slight shade to San Jose State in a game like this where I really don't have an opinion on either side. Uh, I think Nevada should win this game, but by how much and how much do they dress it up by with Utah State on deck is the question. Give me the Spartans. Um, No conviction behind the pick at all, but uh, I'll take San Jose State here. Trevor, where are you at Um, on this final game of the slate? uh, Man, I I really like Nevada after getting spanked by Northern or North New Mexico at the pit. But yeah, like you said, they got Utah State on the road on deck. So, I mean, is this. How much do they really 
putting forward to this game. I mean, maybe you could look at a first half angle for New Mexico or Nevada to come out and, and put it yeah. on them and try to coast the second half here. But man, I don't, I don't know. 12 is a lot. It kind of feels like it's telling you what's going to happen. Um, they don't call him big game Alfred for no reason. So, I mean, this <laughs> is it. yeah, I, I don't have a lot of conviction here. No. Um, it's probably good that I won't bet this because I'll be more focused on Saturday's show when we do this tomorrow night. Because obviously we have a marathon episode tomorrow. Favorite play, guys. Eastern, like we've done kind of a couple of times in a row here. You know, favorite play. You know, so if, if you go six and one and you lose that one, you will be shot. I've only got five bets. Oh, I remember when I did <laughs> one bet. Uh, well, who's your favorite bet? <laughs> Uh, Trevor, you can go ahead and start if you want. Oh man, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go favorite bet, I'm gonna have to go Yale. Um, I like I like the revenge spot for him. I mean, you you got knocked out of the tournament by Princeton. Um, now you have a massive height advantage. You can shoot and rebound, and they're coming to your house on Friday night where uh, people are gonna have eyes on it. Uh, I like Yale to to get past uh, Princeton. Plus, Yale's on this on this uh, series the last 10, 12 games too. So yeah, give me Yale best bet. Yeah, uh, this is a fun game called basketball. It's entertaining to watch as well. Um, one team uh, significantly just does not enjoy this sport. It's Ohio State. They go on the road to Carver Hawkeye. They play Iowa. Iowa's going to smash them here. Um, they're still playing for something. Ohio State's season's done. So give me the Hawkeyes. Really Minus uh, four and a half. Minus four five. Half. I think we picked it up. Something, I, I really don't. Uh, I got God. it four and a half. If you're making me choose one, I will go with the Mountaineers. I like Mount St. Mary's tomorrow. No, no, no. Actually, I, I like taking a home team from my favorite <laughs> play. I like Mount St. Mary's a lot. I may come. I may take the the same angle as you, Trevor. I like I like Yale too in the Ivy League game. I think you muted yourself. So you guys double locked your favorite pick of the day. Throw another unit on it. There you go. <laughs> Yale Bulldogs. Revenge angle. All um, right. Well, that, that wraps it up, man. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to look out elsewhere. I mean, I didn't take a lot of home teams, which hopefully that who knows what's gonna happen. Uh, I'll go actually I'll go Mount St. Mary's just because Trevor went make up your mind he went Yale so I'll give out a different pick give me Mount St. Mary's like a woman trying to figure out what she's going to wear for the day here comes fucking Beanick over there no offense Aveto we love you but sorry yeah you're in in timeout you've been cancelled Noah so uh, everybody thank you for tuning in to the college experience Uh, I don't know when Pick Dundee will be back everybody keeps asking in the chat stay tuned Follow him on Twitter at Pick Dundee, D Colby D. Uh, follow Trevor at Stooley Picks. Uh, follow Noah Beanick at Noah B77 underscore at Moneyline underscore Mac for me. Um, no, anything else before we get up on out of here? I know tomorrow will be a marathon, so everybody grab your whiskey, grab everything yeah. you need. Uh, subscribe, leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, you know, uh, uh, shit, there's something else that i was gonna say but uh, 260 people in here smash that like button we don't normally end the end the podcast that's colby's job obviously there's a a hole (laughs) in in our strengths here and finishing off the show uh go ahead and kill it mac i don't have anything else to say oh i you know i wanted you to do your part trevor thank you again 
pleasure having you on the show. Obviously, long time coming. We'll have you guys back. Uh, we're going to sprinkle some guests in here over wh- whenever Colby comes back. We don't know when Colby's going to come back. You guys can read between the lines on what's going on right now in his personal life. Like you said, it's his his story to tell, not ours. So this is the college experience. His go news check to out. break. Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> go check out the Big 12 experience. We'll be going live tomorrow around happy hour, previewing the Big 12 games, best league in America. Don't want to hear any other nonsense. <laughs> uh, go check out the FCS experience. Go check out the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick and company. Uh, we'll be doing a Big 12 episode here in a minute. So we'll, we'll it was, fire. It was going to be this week, but yeah, kind of, you know. <laughs> and go check out the main sports gambling podcast. Uh, Noah Beanick and I were on there earlier. We're giving out Saturday winners. So, that's all I got. We will see you guys tomorrow, 10 Eastern. We'll go a little bit earlier, like you said, because we know it'll be a three-hour marathon. This is the College Experience, and we are out of here.